Welcome into another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name's David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. I'm super excited to be here with you again this week, David, Londa. when are you not super excited? Um, I'm not super excited when I stub my toe. Okay. I'm not super excited when I'm bitten by a mosquito. Um, I need one more toe. I'm not <laughs> super excited when I have free toes. Okay, well, I am super excited when I have Fritos. I don't know why yellow corn's not my jam. Well, I don't know. But here we are. There you go. The session with Londa and David is a program that focuses on what's happening in the world and in your world. And we love to be here each and every week with you. So grab a cup of something delicious and pull up a chair because we've always got room at our table just for you. I love it every single time you say that. I mean it every single time. It's so cool and so inclusive and so loving. Uh, That's me. Unless you do me dirty. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get too long into this, it's time for news. Severe weather's the top story around the nation today. Severe rains in New England have caused historic flooding. Eight suspected tornadoes touched down overnight near Chicago. Record-breaking high temperatures continue to grip much of the south. Bottom line is, it's summer. And this happens each and every year. (laughs) Yeah, I've got some thoughts about that, but I'll hold them until you're done. The rate of inflation is slowing. The newly released Consumer Price Index shows inflation grew 3% year over year in June. That's down from 9% the previous year. No need to break out the champagne and start a ticker tape parade, though. While Wall Street celebrated on the news Wednesday, there's still a net increase in the cost of goods and services of 12% over the past year two years yes so the rate of inflation has slowed down prices have not gone down does that make sense yes i have some thoughts about that too do you want me to get into it now or wait just a minute let's keep doing news oh now all right go your favorite tv show may take a little break in the coming days that is the screen actors guild is expected to strike alongside writers who walked off the job a few weeks ago sag aftra's negotiating committee has voted unanimously to strike while pounding out new contracts for its members. Lastly, two passengers and two crew members are hospitalized after severe turbulence threw them around an Allegiant Air flight en route to Florida from North Carolina Wednesday. Allegiant Air Flight 227 was reportedly preparing to land when extreme turbulence rocked the plane. The National Transportation Safety Board says it is monitoring the situation, but a full-blown investigation has not yet been launched. Londa, that's what's happening. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So uh, there's some things that have been happening in the news and um, uh, that I want to talk a little bit more about. I loved your, your headlines that you shared because a lot of that were things that I had made notes about that I thought, "Mm, what? mm." (laughs) So one of them, and, and let's just start with the last one that you shared, the airline story. Yeah. Okay. So there are, there, the air, whenever news media as a whole shares a story about an airline or air travel, uh-huh. it's always so sensational. Well, it's dramatic because many, many, many people can relate to being on an airplane. Sure. And everybody gets tense when the plane hits turbulence. Everybody, everywhere, all the time. Sure, sure. Um, except you. 
because you've taken two Dramamine and your Salamon cocktails the whole the whole ride. And the reason I do that <laughs> is so I'm not white knuckling it with every air bump. Yes. You know what I mean? Somebody has travel anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't feel weird at all about yeah. it because when I take two Dramamine and have a cocktail, uh, I feel like I'm sitting in my living room no matter what's happening on the plane. That's great. Okay. So self-medicate much? There you um, go. Okay. But the thing that I, I don't don't understand is when you see these stories on national programs right and and they're so big and dramatic and sensational who doesn't know that it sucks to fly i think everybody knows that it sucks to fly especially now and here's what i mean by that not only do we have staffing shortages in the airline industry and the air traffic controller industry right we are also having calamitous summer weather which happens every summer by the way i love the stories about how the weather is uh we haven't seen anything like this in the history of the world and there's no end in sight well the end is called winter and it's fast approaching we are full-on in summer right now right that's another thing that i made a note about while i was watching national news uh earlier they they for the last several days they're one of their leading stories is oh the weather the severe weather and right. blah 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 well yeah it's summer yeah that's and right. that line there's no end in sight I almost fell out of my chair laughing. It is hilarious. It's July. The end in sight is like the end of September. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So, so one of the things I hope this program does for people is kind of demystify uh, news media, right? Right. Because listen, they're they're trying to be sensational. They're making it bigger than it is, and if you can filter it through those glasses <laughs> yes right then then you won't get as freaked out about it yeah and and just to make it more personal you know the flooding in uh, vermont right now hundreds of people are dislocated and uh historic buildings have 20 feet of water in them mm-hmm. that happens during extreme rain events mm-hmm. and we've lived in places that have had those extreme rain events i remember when i first got into radio 30 years ago the mississippi river crested and all of that midwest area like missouri and Mm -hmm. in there fully flooded right my buddy dave cohen who at the time i think was uh just out of college he's from the chicago area he went down to cover those floods Mm -hmm. so flooding is something that we've seen before well, <laughs> it's not the first time. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. And it, and let me tell you, anytime there's a severe weather event that kills people, it's super tragic for the people in that area, especially. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. To put a story. Okay. On television that talks about how Phoenix is over 100 Thank degrees. You. Thank you. I swear we share one brain sometimes because I just looked down at my notes about Phoenix. Have you been to Phoenix? In July. Have you been to Phoenix in November? I've over been... 100 degrees. That's right. why you go in the wintertime. I was in the Phoenix area. The last time I was there, it was August. Mm-hmm. Hot. Hot as 112 hell. degrees and the road is soft because it's melting. Right. And the story that I saw in the national news was all about how, you know, they've hired these heat uh, 
uh, advisors, heat czars, heat czars, let's call them. That's not what they called them that are, you know, springing into action and making sure that there's, there's enough water and cooling stations for, uh, for people on the streets Mm -hmm. and that there's this and that, and we're looking into this special paint, uh, that, that deflects the heat and also that color is called white. And also, um, you know, oh, and there's this brand new idea that planting trees downtown will cool the temperatures. I mean, this is how they're selling all of this. Yes. And in my notes, I wrote, Phoenix is hot. No shit. Yeah. Like, what? because is this a surprise to anybody? Triple digits in Las Vegas. What? Have you no. been to Las yeah. Vegas? So I guess all of that to say, you have to... Take a deep breath sometimes when you're listening to the news, when you're watching the news, when you're reading it on your, whatever you see on social media, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and just relax a minute, take that deep breath, you know, and kind of think logically. Yeah. Use critical thinking skills to step back away from it. I say this all the time, pull the lens back right to the wide shot and go, wait a minute. Is it really that unusual to have extreme heat and flooding in the summer? And tornadoes. Right. And the answer is no, it's not. Is it worse than it has been uh, historically? Probably again, probably not. Maybe is the answer, right? And until I see the science, I don't right. know. But we're nearing record temperatures. Right. It's just sensational language. Every single summer, there's a new record set everywhere, always, forever. If you've been in TV <laughs> uh, weather casting, you've mm-hmm. said those words on the television. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yes. This is not something so, great. Now, I, I want to be clear. Okay. I'm not denying that global warming is a thing. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I am talking about is summer's hot. Well, yeah. Bad storms happen in the summer because it's hot. Right. That happens every summer, everywhere, always. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yes, exactly. Okay, back to air travel. Yes. Listen, it's terrible. <laughs> if you don't have to fly, don't. Right. Because we're avid travelers and yes. we have traveled a ton in the last three and a half years. Yeah. I mean, a lot. 26 trips in 2022. Or 20, was it 2021? 2021. 2021. 2021. So, yeah. so, and I just did, I was just doing the numbers uh, for our taxes for 2022 because we filed an extension. We haven't filed mm-hmm, yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we traveled almost as much in 2022. Wow. And so... Uh, and and let me point out, not for pleasure. Right, no, it's all, almost all of it is for work. So yeah. anyway, but so, so, and I traveled solo before we got together. So right. I've, I'm, I would call myself an expert traveler at this point based on the number of trips I've taken in the last four years. And I will tell you this. Always carry on. These are my tips. You didn't ask for them, but I'm giving them to you for free. Number one, carry your luggage. Yes. Listen, if it doesn't fit in a carry-on, you don't need it. You don't. I'm telling you, I I have packed for a 10-day business trip, including a formal event, with a carry-on. Carry-on only. 
Yeah. You can do it. For sure. You have to be creative. In fact, I think I made a TikTok uh, some time ago about how I pack. Yeah, I did. Now that I'm thinking about that, so you can go to my TikTok if you want. It's a little, you know, it's not super entertaining, but if you want that information, that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you absolutely can. That's my number one for sure. Always carry on your bag. Yes. Don't ever get separated from your bag. Um, and then number two is, uh, you know, just be prepared for delays. Yeah. You be prepared for delays. It, it just happens. Be always take water on with you. I know it costs a lot to get a bottle of water at the airport. I know it. It's Every a $4 airport. bottle of water. Every airport, though, has a water bottle refill station. Yeah. Every single one. You can take it. So you empty. can take an empty bottle with you sure. and just fill it once you're past security. Sure, if you don't want to spend $4. But I'll yeah. tell you what is it makes that $4 bottle of water really, really worth it is when you're stuck on an airplane on the tarmac because of whatever delay they're telling you. And the truth is, we all know most delays, no matter what they say right now, are staffing delays. Yes. I don't care what they say. Oh, there's a medical, there's a mechanical, there's a, no, most of them are staffing. My favorite staffing delay Mm -hmm. was our last trip when we came back to Louisiana from Washington State. Okay. And the guy in uh, Houston said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, stewardesses or the no. flight attendants yeah. for this flight uh, just came in on an international flight across the airport, so it's going to take them a while to get here, so we're going to be departing late. Yeah. And 45 minutes later, they finally got there, mm-hmm. but 36 minutes later, the fill-ins came to at least get the plane ready so people could right. start boarding, right. and then they were only there for a few minutes, and then the actual flight attendants showed up you can no longer get across the country in anything less than 12 hours i'm telling you right now that that may not be your flight time but i will tell you because i've done it so much you you can't get across all the way across the country in less time than that it's just impossible i got so you better be ready for it pack a snack if that's something that you need take water on the plane if that's something you're going to need i i also will say this take a variety of entertainment and what i mean by that is you better have a magazine a book something downloaded on your device right to music something something that you can watch, something you can listen to, because I've been on those flights where I have burned through every single piece of entertainment <laughs> I brought with me. Yes. And I've I'm uh you know, I'm down to going into my photos on my phone and deleting old photos I don't need anymore. Like the organization that happens on my phone, I mean, get ready to organize your apps by color. Like there you you are going to have delays. You are going to be inconvenienced. It is going to be expensive to eat in the airport. It is not going to be convenient. You're going to get laid over somewhere that you weren't expecting to and no restaurants are open. Like right. just be prepared for it. And honestly, the the um service between, you know, Allegiant, which was this recent story, Allegiant right. Airlines and someone like Delta 
not much different these days. Right. I yeah. got to tell you. I don't think Allegiant, I, and I'm I'm going to say this based on traveling Allegiant a few times, I don't think Allegiant's much different at all. I think Allegiant does a fine job. Southwest, I don't feel that way about. But Allegiant, yes, I I, I think they're friendly. I think their planes are a little older. Yeah. But, but it's like Delta from 1988. <laughs> That's what Allegiant is. I will say this, uh, and I don't say this very often. I feel like after our last experience, I don't need to ever fly on southwest again yeah they don't have chargers at the seat so the next piece of advice i have besides don't fly southwest oh and nobody's paying me to say that shots fired there is something special in the air though anyway uh i will tell you with no seat charger for your phone or your tablet it's a no bueno not gonna do it sorry no so you'd recommend maybe Bringing a charger, like a, a isolated charger. Well, if you're going to fly Southwest, you have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because uh, they don't have screens on those planes. Mm-hmm. They don't have chargers on those planes. So if you like to watch air disaster movies when you fly, which is what I like to watch, yeah, yeah. you know, Executive Decision, Air Force One, those kind of mm-hmm. movies I enjoy because no matter what's happening with the turbulence, uh, the plane's not going down. That you know of. Well, right. And right. I'd love, I love getting lost in someone else's tragedy during my own fearful situation. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So I love watching those movies. But if you can't charge up, what, what do you do? And when we take a flight, you typically, a it's magazine. at least four hours. Our mm-hmm. flights are at least four hours. Four-hour legs, yeah. Yeah, and I can't comfortably sleep on a plane. I mm-hmm. can doze off because I'm so exhausted and drugged up that that happens, <laughs> but I can't sleep. Nobody can sleep on a plane. I don't Those people who can, I, I envy them. I, I do really too. do. Yeah, you know, I like, can't even get comfortable. I saw something the other day. Uh, I think it was a post on social media, and somebody said um, uh, something. They were complaining about people who lean the seat back yeah and don't she said don't even get me started about the people who jump up as soon as the seatbelt sign is off like she was kind of going on about i hate those people there's no excuse there's no reason for it and i commented and i said uh you know as an aging person solidly into middle age i will tell you it's our hips yeah it's our hips dude i can't my hips and back always hurt i lean my seat back because my right hip is killing me i gotta get in a different position i jump up as soon as the seatbelt sign comes off not because i want to be the first one off the plane but because i've got to let some blood flow get back into my hip before i can actually take a step or two (laughs) you gotta rev that motor Oh my gosh, I got to prime the pump That's as exactly it were. Right. I That's mean, right. I mean, who knows who knows what it is. Uh I but did, have you seen the video of the the woman recently screaming about that 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 guy's, guy's not, real. not real. Yeah, what is that all about? Okay. Well, okay, so it was on my TikTok, right? And I watched a couple of those videos and then all of a sudden because the algorithm of TikTok is so, it's like, um, it's so, so sensitive to um, be curated to your likes, sure, right? Mm-hmm. That 
my TikTok started getting flooded with all these conspiracy theories. What's the deal? I saw on your phone last night when you turned it to me and showed it to me, uh-huh. the guy who's like, I was on that plane and I sat back and I didn't think anything of it. But when I looked at that guy a little more closely, he winked at me. And when he winked at <laughs> yeah. me, his eyes closed from the side, not the top <laughs> right. and bottom. Right. What in the... Okay, so I had to stop... I was really interested in the story, but okay. I had to stop watching the stories on my TikTok because it was curating my algorithm toward all this conspiracy theory stuff. And I don't <laughs> want that. The reason I love, we'll, we'll come back to that story, but the reason I love TikTok so much is it is so so specifically curated to me that my TikTok is filled with all the things I love. It is peaceful. It is happy. Mm -hmm. It is, you know what I mean? If you go through my TikTok, mostly what you're going to see is workout videos. Sure. uh, uh, Videos from therapists. Mm -hmm. I like the videos of people cooking I also love that girl who does the bee removals. You know what I'm talking about. What do you mean bee removals? You know, she goes and removes hives, beehives. Nope, haven't seen that. Well, it's very calming. Okay. Okay. So mine is like things like that. And and it's just so, so I had to really quickly get off it. But you can teach your TikTok in a matter, I mean, inside of five or 10 minutes, you can get it to get really specific on a topic. All you have to do is you can search uh-huh. if, you, if you have to. Like, for instance, if I want uh, to see a lot of what's going on with Taylor Swift, she's on her Eras tour right now. Right. All I have to do is search Taylor Swift Eras tour and then start watching those videos, liking them or whatever, and all of a sudden my For You page is loaded with that stuff. Okay, I've wondered why all of my For You page videos recently mm-hmm. are small, do-it-yourself, time-lapsed construction projects, and I love watching them, and I don't know why. And that's why you're for you page is getting filled with them because you watch them. So well, that, the longer the, the that you watch something that goes, yeah, because it's sped up. Uh huh. Can't get enough of it. Right. So your, your for you page is going to get more and more of that. Now, circling back to this lady who was screaming about the guy on her plane wasn't real. Right. Okay. I don't really know, but there are all kinds of theories about, you know, zombies among us and the spirit world being opened up and uh, let me stop uh, you yes there I, are no theories about zombies being among us are there who's saying that um all kinds of people on the interwebs well they're crazy cuckoo nutty oh interesting that you'd say that mr i can't get enough of joe rogan's podcast about ufos I like Joe Rogan goes extraterrestrial. And I got to tell you, the people he has on are very interesting, except this goofball from Blink-182. Do you know this guy? I don't know his name, but the lead singer, the guy who formed the band Blink-182, is convinced that he's now a UFO expert and he's writing books about it. Oh, that's fun. He talks like an absolute crazy loon. Crazy loon. Now, I'm very interested in the former CIA uh, test facility called Area 51. Mm -hmm. I'm very interested in, now that it's been declassified, 
uh, the development of the stealth bomber there at Area 51. And mm-hmm. I've always said, as someone who is fascinated by shows like The X-Files uh, and Paranormal Files, I think that was the name of Dan Aykroyd's old well, show. And so... Let me, let me, let me finish. Okay. I'm thrilled to know that actual you know, secret airplanes were developed at Area 51. Why, you may ask, am I interested in that? Because that explains all the UFO crap. It explains it all. (laughs) Okay. They're making airplanes there that nobody's supposed to know about. Of course you can't get on the site, you dummy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love knowing that. Now, do I think it's possible that there's anything out there? I'd sure like there to be because I think that'd be cool. Right. But that's all I think of it. It'd be cool. Yeah, so I don't know the answers. If you guys have some ideas about it, you definitely are welcome to reach out to us and share your thoughts about the... Uh, the the lady gu- with the yeah, weird... The, yeah, the gu- the people on the plane and the, the whole incident. Um, At first, pe- there were some allegations of she was drunk, and then people said she clearly was not drunk. I saw uh, her she video, clearly, and she sounded a little something. She, she was. She didn't sound drunk to me. She sounded scared to me. I thought she. She, she sounded like she was on the verge of a panic attack to okay. me. She did not sound drunk at all. She sounded like there was some type of event. Let me tell you, something that, wasn't right. Yeah, that's exactly right. In In her mind. Yes. Something wasn't right. Right. And that's all I know. But but the reason that I even brought it up, um, besides to out you about your UFO love. Um, <laughs> I do love it. I think it's awesome fun. Don't you? I, I think, How cool would it be if Star Trek was kind of a prophecy? You know what I mean? Well, I guess so. But I, I have to be really careful about that stuff. Okay. I'll give you an example. Uh, the other day... I was just sitting doing nothing. Okay. And all of a sudden, I st- I a thought popped in my head like we're going to I'm going to die someday. <laughs> what is what is the purpose of even being here in and my place in the world and in the history of time and why are we even here as humans and what what are we even doing? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I started getting super anxious about existence. So I have to be very, very careful okay. about what I listen to, what I watch, what I read, because I can get freaked out pretty easily. What do you think our purpose is here? No, no. We don't then follow that up with make me go down that train that that path. No, oh. no, nope. We get right off it because because I don't know and I can't I can't think about it very long okay. or I start feeling like there's no purpose to life. Okay, so here's the good news about having zero introspection. I don't ever have thoughts like that for any reason. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you how it started. Okay. I wasn't going to say how it started, okay. but I'm going to tell you because it's entertaining. Are you ready for this? Yes. So I was going to the bathroom. And you saw a zombie on a plane. No, no, no. <laughs> and the way it started, so when I started telling you this story, I said I was sitting doing nothing. Right. That wasn't true. You're, I was going to the bathroom. You were doing and something. And all of a sudden, I thought, why do bodies even go to the bathroom? Like, why, why do bodies even do that? Like... 
if we were created by a being, let's say you believe in God and the creation story and all of that, let's say you do, uh, and God made us, right? That whole idea. Why did he then make us pee Why did he make us have to go to the bathroom? And then and then I started into the whole thing about our existence mm-hmm. in time and space mm-hmm. and what and it in I mean that fast spiraled into bad bad anxiety about, you know, this place in the world. I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. So, but what I can tell you is I have to be really careful about, you know, things like that. So like, I don't read about UFOs because that freaks me out. And I don't want to think about the possibility of something else out there. Cause I can't even really handle the possibility of me out here. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, I, I personally love UFO stories. I love people who've had interesting uh, uh, experiences that they can't explain. I love that because it's very exciting to hear about. And it's so foreign to me that it is just fun. It creates zero philosophical questions for me. Zero, which is weird. But again, I'm not super introspective, right? Mm -hmm. I think my reason for being here is to make everybody's experience a little bit better. That's what I... That's my that's my personal internal sure. dialogue, yeah. and so uh, I I don't wonder what my purpose is because I believe that's my well, purpose, and I, and I start panicking about how little time I have left. Yeah, and I right, yeah. and I'm like, oh my gosh, I only have, and you don't really know how much time you have left, and and even talking about it is making me sweat. When I was twelve, I remember laying in bed. Because I had heard some story at church about death and resurrection. It maybe was a Lazarus story. And I remember laying in bed freaking out that, yes, I'm going to die someday. And then it became, I was 12, and then it became, what if it were today? What if I died today? What would that do? Welcome to a glimpse inside my brain. (laughs) And I thought... No, thanks. And that was the end of it. I did that for a few nights in a row. And then I thought, nope, I'm done with this line of thinking and have never gone back to it. Well, I was, I never really gave it much thought until my mom died. Okay. Right. And I, and I watched her die and then my dad died a year later. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then it was kind of, and and so I just tried to, you know, kind of stay away from all that stuff. So if you think about, the rules of physics as we understand them on the earth today, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. They talk about how there's something in the universe that's a lot like the force on Star Wars, and they call it dark matter. And that is energy in space, right? Okay. I believe everything is energy. We sure. have energy in us. That's why when our hearts stop, they get out the defibrillator and they give us right. a shock and we're back, right? right? That's just a fact. I believe everything is energy. It is. Um, and I think, well, the, the, the physics says energy doesn't die. It just changes form. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, I think everything's going to be okay. If we die, our body, I remember when I saw my mom dead, the day of her death, right? Mm -hmm. It looked a lot like my mom, but it was as animated as a coffee table. 
Sure. There was no question to me that my mom was not there. Right. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, the yeah. husk that was her body was there. Right. And thankfully, I saw it because she, for the first time in two years, didn't have a look of pain on her face. Mm-hmm. So thank God for that. But whatever the case, I do believe energy leaves our bodies when we're done, when it may, we expire. It just makes sense, right? And goes somewhere. Now, depending on your uh, religious code, it may go to heaven. Depending on your scientific understanding, it may literally go into the ether in the air, right? Right, right. I don't know that answer, right? Sure. What I do, though, is I envy people who have such a strong faith that they're certain. Right. I envy that. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think about it. I don't, you know, labor over it. Right. And I... The most devout people that I've known in my life, Mm -hmm. I have always envied a little bit because there's no question for them. Right. At the end of my mom's life, I believe she had no question too, but Mm -hmm. I don't know where the the trip was taking her. Right. That wasn't something we talked about. Well, my mom had some crazy, in the last year of her life, she had three different near-death experiences before Mm -hmm. she actually died. Mm -hmm. And... Her description of those was wild. Yeah. Right? Like she talked about, um, you know, she talked about going toward the light, right? Which is a common thing that you hear. Yeah. Um, And that all of a sudden she was in this place where the sky almost looked like the Aurora Borealis, right? But she said there were colors that she had never seen before. Like, like not colors we have here, right? So she's going... Like this fancy white paint that keeps things cooler? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was very interesting listening to her talk about it. I wish I had recorded her, audio recorded her talking about it because it was pretty fascinating, really. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and there are a lot of those kind of stories, and I, I, I don't know what the answers are either, but I do know that you should carry on if you're uh, traveling by air. <laughs> I got that. Which I like how you brought we, that all back. Which is I like where how you we brought started. That all hey, back. I got a couple of political questions for you. Okay. Do you mind if we kind of go there for? I need a. I need you to make sense of a couple things. Okay. For me. Let me know. Right. <laughs> is President Biden being set up for kind of a thumbs down from the Democratic Party as we go into this next election? Because I'm looking at the media and I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, I'm seeing a lot of unfavorable talk around him. What's going on? It's interesting that you say that because he's over right now in Europe speaking to the UN and all the things and they're talking about how he has personally authorized cluster bombs to be sent to Ukraine to use against Russian troops. Mm -hmm. And People are all up in arms because cluster bombs are awful because they blow up in different stages. Some don't blow up at all. And then three weeks later, you're walking and boom, they go. So they're inhumane, right? I don't. Aren't all bombs kind of a little inhumane? Isn't that the whole point? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people are are up in arms over this cluster bomb shipment to the Ukraine, right? Okay, sure. For the first time since he's been president, the national news media has said things like, and Democrats are voicing concern. Okay, see, that's what I thought. And that's what makes me think, yeah, maybe they are trying to turn the page. Okay. Maybe, maybe the party is signaling, hey, listen, we need to figure something out here. You know? Well, 
And they're not wrong. And that's not at all surprising or shocking to me. No, he, um, you know, for, and I'm, listen, don't try to read anything into this. Um, because as you know, I'm not a big political person. Like I don't really care that much because it doesn't necessarily affect me and mine. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm not trying to take any kind of a stand here. Okay. You'll never know what my political views are unless I tell you. Sure. And I'm not going to tell you because uh, <laughs> there aren't a lot of them. Okay. But he sounds kind of crazy. Like Donald Trump definitely sounds crazy. Sounds crazy. Sorry. Sounds crazy. President Biden, our sitting president, sounds crazy. Yeah. He sounds like he is failing. He sounds to me like an old guy who loses his train of thought a lot. Yeah. That's what he sounds like to which me. Which isn't abnormal no. for a guy who's, how old is he, 80? Yeah, and he, I don't know his exact age. I'm looking at that bird walking by our studio <laughs> window right now. Um, I don't think Nature. it's at all strange if he's my crazy Uncle Joe. Right? Everybody <laughs> loves Uncle Joe. He's a super guy. He was a really good plumber. But now that he's 80, we don't want him driving to church anymore. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? That's how people talk about guys who start to lose their train of thought mid-sentence. Right. And we've all seen the videos. And I don't know if they're AI or if they're real. Oh, that's a good point. You know what I mean? But what I can tell you is the Democratic Party this year Mm -hmm. has a history now of electing people whose mental faculties aren't all there because they don't like the other party. Oh, interesting. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, Dr. Oz ran against that guy in Pennsylvania. That was the most shocking thing ever to me. That guy had a stroke and was not cleared for work, but yet we can make him a senator? Unbelievable. You see what I mean? You guys, start using your critical thinking skills. And, you know, I think the two-party system has lots of gaping holes in it and flaws, Mm -hmm. and I don't think either party really is following their actions actual party tenants right now i don't mm-hmm. you know conservatives are about smaller government liberals are about helping people so government can get bigger neither side's doing what they say they're going to do right so you know i i i think personally mm-hmm. the system is goofy you know right and the fact that joe biden is someone who if he were your uncle you wouldn't let him drive to church on sunday says something right that's how i feel about it interesting okay so i'm not crazy i am seeing what i'm seeing in the media yeah and yet i you know try to pull back the lens and go okay well is this and and if if he is too old to continue okay right and maybe this cluster bomb thing is the ammunition the party needs to say, well, we don't really agree with his decision-making skills anymore. Okay. His critical thinking's not all there. Okay. If that is the thing that's happening, that mm-hmm. will not be a surprise. Okay. If it's not the thing that's happening, that will be the surprise. Okay. If he is some calculated guy who's like, here's how we're going to get rid of Putin. We're going to do cluster bombs. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not us. We we just let them have them. Right. If he's calculated like that and this isn't some kind of way to get the party to turn on him, that'd be the surprise to me. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for making that make sense. Okay. My next question for you is... Is inflation really easing? 
again, recently I've heard, well, they'll let us know if we're in a recession or not. Haven't we been in a recession for like a year? Well, like not not officially. Well, that's that's the thing. The people who are in charge of announcing that it's a recession have refused to do that. Um, And that was going into the last election. So, of course, we don't want to say recession going into an election. That's no good. That was the midterm elections. No, Mm -hmm. no, no. We don't want to talk about that. Right. Well, here's the deal. Things are super expensive. Inflation has slowed. Inflation hasn't really cooled. And here's what I mean by that. Things are still getting more expensive. They're Mm -hmm. not getting cheaper. And that's what this new Consumer Price Index report says. It's just more expensive at a slower pace than it was a year ago. So it was up 9% year over year last year. This year, it's up 3% year over year. That's still 12% more than two years ago. So things aren't getting cheaper. They're just not getting as much overly expensive at the same rate. (laughs) I gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So the Fed rate hike, I heard something about that. Is that is that coming and why does it matter or does it matter? Well, here's what I can tell you about what happened with the consumer price index coming out, right? Inflation is the worst enemy for interest rates. And when I say interest rates, I'm now specifically putting on my mortgage hat and I'm saying mortgage-backed securities, which move the Fannie and Freddie day-to-day interest rates in the mortgage market, right? We have had, since that report came out yesterday, about a 100 basis point improvement in the mortgage-backed securities market. And what that means is, what cost a full point to buy down your rate Two days ago. If you're buying a house, is that what you're talking about? Right. Okay. What cost a full point two days ago today cost nothing. Okay. So it's better. So it's better. Okay. That's exactly right. So we've seen a 100 basis point improvement. And the reason we've seen that is because the markets don't like inflation. So the talk about inflation easing is necessary for rates to go down. Will the Fed start lowering the Fed fund rate? I doubt it. Okay. I doubt it. Okay. Not yet. And the reason I say I doubt it, even though 4% is their target, that's mm-hmm. been their target, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I don't think they'll change it because uh, or they won't lower it because we are not at a point where we need them to spur the economy because unemployment is still low mm-hmm. um, and things are not getting overly inflated as quickly as they had been. So I think it's going to slow down a little bit. And I think what they've been doing has worked a little. It hasn't made things cheaper. Right. It hasn't. Nothing's cheaper. And let me just remind you now, Christmas is coming. And if you celebrate Christmas... It's coming. It comes every year. Start budgeting. Start. Yeah. I know everything's expensive I, I, and it's not going to get any cheaper. You might as well start pulling some money aside little by little now. And my favorite story that's going to come up at Christmas time is going to be, we've never seen a shopping season like this. Yep. We've seen a shopping season like this every year every ever. Year. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling you now, that'll be the next, the next sensational story about, uh, uh, the economy that will feel very personal to you is the back to school conversation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then it'll be the holiday conversation. I mean, it's not new. This recycles every year. Okay. Speaking of uh, economics, yes, we saw the most ridiculous commercial for HelloFresh. Oh, They don't sponsor us, so I don't care. Cheaper than groceries. Cheaper than groceries is their tagline. 
What? If HelloFresh is cheaper than groceries, their business model is flawed and they're going to go away. Because guess what they have to have to be able to send the food through the mail? Groceries. Right. They've got to buy them somewhere. There's no chance that it's cheaper than groceries. Now, one meal may be cheaper with HelloFresh than you could buy the fresh ingredients because they've already portioned it out. So to get two chicken cutlets or some ground <laughs> chicken and uh, one bell pepper, mm-hmm. and, you know, and just the right amount of whatever seasoning they use. Right. It's cheaper than buying a full package of each thing. Right. It's not cheaper than groceries. Per unit, it's probably dramatically more expensive than groceries. Yes. But for that specific prepared situation. Yes. Maybe it's cheaper than buying a household supply of that stuff. Right. Do you see what I mean? Yes. And that's the only way they can make that claim. And if they can make that claim and it's legitimate, I can't wait to see them go bankrupt. Uh, Yeah, it is the only way they can make that claim. Don't fall for that. And I would say that if you're looking to improve your personal economy, the easiest, fastest, best way to do it is learn how to cook Yeah, and learn how to simplify. That's right. I've heard people say, uh, you know, well, I don't cook because I I go to do the, make this recipe and inevitably I have to go to the store and get ingredients that I don't normally have. Well, then learn, learn to cook differently. Right. Cook with the things that you have. The more that you cook at home, you'll find this is true. The more you cook at home, the better you get at it. It's a skill set. Right. Right. And the better you get at it, the the more efficient you get with the time required for the planning, for the shopping, for the preparing, okay? The better you get at buying the things, right? But you won't get better at it if you don't if you don't do it. And I'm telling you now, it is the fastest way to uh to reduce your personal budget, right. your personal economy. So if you're looking like, oh my gosh, the kids start school uh, at, you know, the end of August and we've got, there's all these expenses that go with it and you're looking to reduce your expenses right now there. That's an easy way to do it. Okay. And, and going into the holidays and all that things, like you said, things are not getting cheaper. They're not there. So we've got to shift, shift some things around. And I know, I know some of you are saying, yeah, but you got to support local restaurants, for example. Okay. If that's important to you, then go do that. For me, right now in my life, that's not important to me. And the reason it's not important to me has nothing to do with uh, the my personal economy. It has to do with the fact that every time I eat out, I get sick. Right. You know, and right. so I'm just, I have too many allergies and sensitivities and all that stuff. And so, uh, but if that's important to you, then definitely do that. Make that a part of your budget. But I'm just saying... Well- for me, if I'm having a business lunch, I'm taking someone to a local restaurant, not a chain. That's that. That's how I'm supporting the sure. local economy. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm eating a plain salad and hoping. Well, for and the that's best. that's something you've helped me focus on too, because you know I used to have rules for going out to eat, and one of the rules was, oh, get French fries because that's not a home based meal. You don't get French fries at home. Well, oh. if you eat out five meals a week there's no magic special (laughs) you can't have french fries five days a week you know what i mean well you can well not if you want to have a healthy diet no so you have said to me you know what when you go out to lunch maybe try a salad because you're not out for fun you're out for business right and a salad feels more businessy i don't know why does it it does 
It does. Interesting. Yeah. If I'm at a business lunch, my goal for that lunch is to order something that doesn't take me a long time to eat. Right. And isn't messy. Okay. Because I don't want to look like a hog. Sure. A- across the table from someone that I'm, you know, doing business with. And so I try to order something that's not messy and also won't take me a long time to eat and also won't make me sick later. And and now you know why I don't eat out very much because <laughs> those things are hard to do. We we just ate out this week. We thought, oh, we'll treat ourselves and we'll go eat. And both of us got sick after. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you don't need with your pizza? A ball of slightly melted mozzarella. It was a separate. mozzarella pole yep. and I think it was I think there's a dairy sensitivity there. Or something. Yeah, I no thanks. You don't need that. You don't need double cheese. Uh, I mean, I'd argue that sometimes Duo you do. fromage. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. Well, I appreciate you answering the questions uh, about inflation, about, you know, kind of the the political scene and kind of what's happening there because i know that i i'm the everyday person right sure, who yeah. i i look at this stuff and i don't know what to believe what not to believe and i don't know how to decipher it so i appreciate that you make it make sense the one thing that is getting a little less expensive is rents are going down slightly and that is what's helping to change the numbers that's what's helping to show the rate of inflation is oh, slowing okay. and the reason rents are going down slightly is because it's harder and harder and harder to buy these days because interest rates are up so there's uh uh People, people are staying put. They're not, they're not gotcha. trying to. So if you're building a ton of new apartments, but people aren't moving into them, you got to lower the prices. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's happening there. So yeah, rents are a little cheaper. Fuel is not cheaper everywhere, but it's a little cheaper. Right. And um, uh, 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 automobiles are mm-hmm. a little less expensive. And mm-hmm. that's because people stop buying them. Right. So that's what we're seeing. Yeah. That's causing the biggest change in the rate of inflation. Yeah. But overall, things are not cheaper. Things right. are just less more expensive than they <laughs> yes, were yes. at this time last year. Okay. One thing that I want to mention before we wrap it up, because yep. I think we're coming up to our time here, is uh, we have extended our Las Vegas giveaway. Okay. So we we it was running through July 15th. Good news. We've extended that um, until the end of August. We've just, there, there hasn't been enough time to really uh, promote it well enough to give everyone enough opportunity to be a part of this. I love that. All you have to do is go to our Facebook page. The name of the Facebook page is Austin's on the air. The post about the Las Vegas trip giveaway is pinned at the top of the page. Okay. So go there. You can read all about it. That'll be updated later today. Uh, uh, with the note of extension, it's super easy to um, to enter to win. There's three easy steps, and it's all right there on the Facebook page. Austin's on the air. There you go. And we are the Austins on the air. We are. This has been another edition of The Session with Londa and David. My name's David Austin. I'm Londa Sherwood Austin. And we love coming to enjoy a cup of coffee with you each and every week right here on the program, The Session with Londa and David. And there is no sense that we're going to stop doing this. No. This is something that we enjoy doing for you, and we hope you get a kick out of it. I love it that we talked about UFOs today. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with thinking they're neat, and as it's a fun topic. As soon as you topic. said UFOs, I started sweating again. <laughs> we got to get right off this.
Have the best day ever. <laughs> we'll see you again next week. <laughs>